1: The receivers coach of our team in the XFL, Ricky Prohl. He, of course, won Super Bowl 34 with your St. Louis Rams. Ricky, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It was great to see you at the Hall of Fame, and it's great to have you back in St. Louis. And I know you have a a soft spot in your heart for St. Louis. How excited are you about coming back and coaching here? I'm so excited.
0: Um, You know, um, I mean, you know how I feel about St. Louis. It's it's my home away from home. I just, uh, you know, my my kids grew up there, you know, for five years, and we just, what, a, we just loved it. I mean, speaking from, on behalf of my teammates, I mean, those are some of the the best years of our playing career. We just felt like we had the best home fans. There was no better place than that dome with crowd noise, and we were at our best when we played there. And uh, that's going to be no different with the XFL. Now, Ricky, I don't know if you were able to catch any of the, uh, the, the former Battlehawks. I don't know if that's going to be the same name. But the Battlehawks, when they were here, the, the crowd was as electric as it would be for, for those Rams games. Uh, what can we expect from, from your team, your receivers, the position? Uh, what type of coach are you, in, and what, what type of players do you expect to, to be on that field for you? Well, I feel like I'm a player's coach. I mean, obviously, playing for 17 years. I, you know, when I became a coach in 2011, with the Panthers, I just wanted to be a guy. I wanted to coach my players the way I wanted to be coached. And that's just, you know, fair, developed young guys. Um, you know, I think there's not enough of that out there right now. You know, taking the time for young players, guys that are on the practice squad with walkthroughs and meetings, just to, to show them the, the intricacies of the game, the details of the game with route running and blocking, understanding coverages and concepts and all those things. And, and my guys are going to be prepared. They're going to be great route runners. They're going to be good ball catchers. They're going to do whatever it takes to win. If they got to go and dig out safeties, um, they're going to do it. That's going to be part of, you know, the requisite of being a, a receiver uh, for the St. Louis team. And, uh, you know, I'm ex- I'm excited. I can't tell you. I love working with young people. I, you know, I'm out of coaching, or I was out of coaching for the last – Several years when I left Carolina, but I haven't been out of coaching. I've been training, doing combine training, working with young people, preparing them for the NFL with combine training out with uh, Rep. 1 Sports in California. I've got a sports complex and fitness center that I've been working with young people on from high school, college to pro, preparing them for their next level. And uh, I love doing it. It's, it's in my DNA. And so this op- when this opportunity came up in St. Louis, it was a
1: layup. Ricky Pearl with us on 101 ESPN And and Ricky, going back to what you're talking about In developing players As a layman, as somebody who Didn't know your position I would watch you guys in training camp And I would pick out some young players and say That guy has a chance if he gets developed Did that happen a lot for you in training camp Where you'd say, okay, this guy has talent But the NFL doesn't have enough time Or patience to get This guy to the top of his game
0: Well, and I felt like Early in my career, it was there, um, you know, because there wasn't the time cruncher as now. These guys make a lot of money, and they're, they're expected to make an impact right now. And a lot of these guys, they've got so much money invested in them, they don't take the time for the practice squad guys or the young guys. They're there just to give the defense a look, you know. and, and But a lot of these guys are so talented, and I knew as a player – There were guys in the locker room that got cut that never really got a chance, and I'm like, man, that kid can play. That, Mm -hmm. you know, we we saw it every year. We'd sit in our locker, veterans. We'd sit in our lockers and go, like, there goes, you know, John Doe. Like he, he, that kid, if he got a chance, he can play. He's as good as any of us. And and for me, when I became a coach in Carolina, we had guys undrafted guys like Philly Brown from Ohio State, um, Demir Bird from South Carolina, guys that that were could run that could play and for me it was my goal and I told them that I looked them in the eye and said, Listen, it's my job to make you the best player you can be and I'm gonna give you an opportunity to succeed. I'm gonna put you in a position to succeed. It's what you do with it, you know, from a a standpoint of you have to make plays. Ultimately, this is the highest level. You gotta make plays when you get those opportunities. And those guys did. And, And and I said whether you make it here, you're gonna make it somewhere else if you do the things that you're capable of doing. And, and that's, to me, that gives me more pride. There's so, there's guys like, you know, that that I coach from, you know, or played with like Isaac Bruce, and they're already, they're ready-made. They come in there ready to roll. Torrey Holt, I mean, when he came in as a rookie, he was a polished route runner. He was committed. I mean, when nobody was watching, he was working his tail off. He was a high-character guy. But there's other guys that have never been taught that side of the game, and that's what – I want to bring to teach them what it takes to be a pro. I felt like I had that and helped with, but Steve Smith pound for pound in my mind, one of the best players to ever play the game intensity wise, but he needed to learn how to play the game. And when he did that, it was over. It was over. I mean, this guy take a two two yard throw and turn it into a 75 yard touchdown. I mean, his tape speaks for itself, but it's guys like that. When we went to the Super Bowl with Ted Ginn, who people were ready to run out of the league, um, Philly Brown, a free agent, Devin Funches, a rookie. Um, that, that's, what made, that's what made me more proud is to coach those guys and watch them develop than it is to, you know, also make those other guys a first-round pick, second-round pick pros, but to develop those young guys. That's what makes a coach a coach, in my opinion. Ricky, when you look at the game now, and and versus when you played, do you do you uh, feel a little bit upset that that receivers are protected in the way that they are, and and not allowed to have those big hits across the middle as, as come on, <laughs> as it was when you I, when I, you were playing? Absolutely, I, I just it, the game has changed, and and I get it, but I, I I'm an offensive guy, and yeah, I mean they can't they can I, I'm thinking whew, what our guys could have done, or the numbers we could have put up. But even defensive guys, I feel bad. How are they supposed to play the game? A receiver right. catches a ball and lowers his head to protect himself, and the DB's hitting him, going low, and then all of a sudden I lower my head. We go head-to-head, and it's a penalty on the deep. That's not right. Mm. That ain't right. And um, it has – you know, it, it's – I don't know. I'm, I'm probably the wrong guy to be talking to because I'm old <laughs> school, and I probably need to keep my mouth shut. Um <laughs> So I'll just leave it at that. But, yeah, there, there's some frustrations, absolutely.
1: Ricky, that's why I love you, man. We're, we're both old school. <laughs> hey, a couple more things. Number one, you've walked into the Dome several times, many times since. But what do you think when you look to that northwest corner of the end zone at the Dome? You know what I think.
0: Because <laughs> it really, I mean, it's NFC championship. I mean, it's goals corner. I mean, it, it, it's just memory. It, I mean... It, it doesn't even have to be that corner. It's just got to be walking down the street from the parking lot into that dome, or when I come into town for I'm on an Isaac's event, or if I'm in there, you know, it, it's just, it's a special place. And, and, and it's, it's not just the, the success we had on the field, it's the players, the coaches, the, the, you know, we, we, we had lightning in a bottle, man, for, for five, for four years, I should say. Um, um, and it, it was just a special place. And the fans, we had a, we had a love affair with the fans. It was just, uh, I mean, look at Isaac, all the stuff he does in St. Louis. And it's just, uh, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, it's exciting for me to be able to come back. I told someone yesterday, I said, I hope, I don't know what the situation is to travel the night before the game. I'm hoping we come in on the night before game day. So I can go to G and Tony's, go to the Hill, you know, go to some, see some of the people uh, because we'll be based in Arlington, you know, for practice during the week and stuff. Um, I think, which is smart. I think the first year getting this thing started, but uh, you know, hopefully down the road uh, we'll be in St. Louis. But for right now, I don't know how much time we'll actually get to spend in St. Louis, other than on game day.
1: And the other thing I was going to ask you—you you brought up Isaac. How cool is it to have a Hall of Famer say the biggest catch of his career was caught by you?
0: It, it's man, he has always said that, and that's why that's why I say the relationships. Life is about relationships, and I mean if you. See these texts, these group texts. I don't know. Somebody's. I'm like, go to work, do something. It's all day back and forth between the me. It's London Fletcher, Isaac Tory, uh, Big O, um, Oz. It's 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 Kurt. It's, it's Marshall. I mean, it, it's just you talk about a great group of guys that love and care about one another, and that's what was so special for me because that's what I learned about the game. You know, we're all selfish to an extent. That's what makes us successful. And I was a selfish player. I ain't going to lie to you. And I came to St. Louis, and I learned how to be selfless. I mean, we didn't care who scored touchdowns, who got the recognition, who got the big plays. All it was—it became all about winning. And um, that's what I learned. That was a life lesson for me.
1: Ricky, thrilled to have you back in St. Louis. Can't wait to see you. And it's always good to talk to you and hear your voice. Hope the family is well. And we'll talk soon. Great. Look forward to it, Randy. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, my man. Ricky Prohl, one of the all-time great and fun St. Louis Rams on 101 ESPN.
0: Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial.